Jenny Turner with Lovejoy Real Estate. We're here today to talk to Courtney Webster with CW Decorating. She's a stager that we've been using in a lot of our listings and having great success. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about that in the process. My name is Courtney Webster. I am the owner of CW Decorating and I am a stager here in Northwest Portland. Awesome. How did you get into staging? Like why, like, how did you just wake up one day and be like, I'm gonna go put furniture in empty homes and then take it out again? You know, honestly, I think it just all started when I was younger. My mom um, worked at Nike and she was an event coordinator. Um, she always threw parties, events, stuff like that. So I think I kind of just grew up into just the decorating artistic um, side of that. Mm -hmm. um, when I first got my, I got my first home in college, I was able to decorate it myself. Absolutely loved it. So it just kind of started from there. Um, and I just, I don't know, did my friends' houses, my houses, and, and then my husband and my friends were like, what are you doing? Like, why don't you make a business out of this? Right, so. versus just giving away all that, like, skills exactly. for free? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Totally. So tell us a little bit about what you do when you stage. Like, how does that process work? How do you, how do you, because for, for people who don't maybe understand, like, staging is vacant homes that we're going to go on the market, mm -hmm. and we're going to put furniture in, take pictures, have people see with furniture, mm -hmm. and then take it back out once it sells. Yes. Um, so usually I like to do a consultation first to where I go in and I get to see the space, um, possibly meet the owners of the home, or if it's just myself, I go in, take pictures. Um, it's crazy because my mind, once I get a project, my mind does not stop with that project. I will be at home writing down each room, what I'm going to put in each room. I could get a visual of what I have in my warehouse. Um, and then we just go from there, where it's, you know, I come in, I set a date, and I make the house beautiful. Do you, like, do you usually decorate and furnish every room, or what is your general rule of thumb there? Um, usually we talk about m the main areas of the house, which are uh, living room, dining room, uh, master bedroom for sure. Um, and nowadays, it's, they kind of like to have either an office space or maybe an I, extra bedroom that's um, showable. So those yeah. are the main areas that we do. And kitchen and bathrooms as well. Like with some fluffy like cookbooks yeah. and just some little bit of mm -hmm. towels and things like that? Yeah. Got it. Um, what would you tell people if they were getting ready to sell their house and they wanted to stage it and they knew they wanted to have it staged? What kind of preparation up front should they do? Is there anything special that they should do before you come in to have it ready for you? Yeah, I usually um, would prefer or suggest um, depersonalizing their home, taking down pictures, personal pictures, um, removing clutter. So you'll um, stage if they live there as well? Yes. Ah, okay. So if they had some stuff, but they just didn't feel like they had quite enough, you could mm -hmm. do that? Yeah, definitely. Or you could bring it in if it was completely empty? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, whatever they have, I could, you know, um, suggest removing certain items, um, either emptying a full room out or at keeping a bed, keeping nightstands. Right. I can add in, like, fluff a little thing, a couple of things in the room. Um, but definitely depersonalizing, um, removing clutter, cleaning. Um, it's nice to have a clean house to yep. bring in my stuff as well, just because it's constantly being, you know, put in other homes. Right. Um, and usually I require, like I require nobody in the home when I'm staging just because mm -hmm. I like to get in and get out. Um, totally. And people and are in the way and they talk. like, yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. I don't mind talking. That's totally fine. <laughs> yep. But um, if you can focus on it, it's a little bit yeah, better, right? Yes, yep. exactly. So. I get that. Um, we like, I talk to my sellers a lot about the prep before we even get to that part about mm -hmm. like fresh paint and new light fixtures yeah. and making sure all the light bulbs are bright and light. Cause that stuff will then just show off mm -hmm. the furniture Definitely. that you bring in. 
a lot yeah. better. Yeah. Do you always have a plan ahead of time or do you like go see the house and feel the space and then kind of decide what the house is saying to you? Definitely. I like to go in and look at the space. I know sometimes there's, you know, I could get pictures sent to me. It's not the um, same though. It's not the same. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm, I definitely consider myself a chameleon. I like to go into the space and see, I'm not, I'm not stuck on one type of staging. Okay. Um, so I kind of just do how I feel when I go into the space. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, I definitely like to go in and take a look. What's going to really make the house shine, right? Mm -hmm. Like look the best and yeah. set the house, the house off. And definitely. Yeah, I was surprised because the house you did for me in Twelfton recently, my seller was like, oh my God, did you see how big of a sofa she put in there? <laughs> and it yeah. was so good. Yeah. And it was just also so different than when they lived there because of course, like how they had it set up mm -hmm. was completely different than what you did. And obviously it looked way better when you did it. But like <laughs> they were so surprised. They're like, that sofa just was so big. Yeah. And so it is interesting, right? Like preconceived notions on how we see our space definitely. versus what might actually be better to show the use of the space. Mm -hmm, definitely. I think there's a lot of, I've done a lot of homes that have been smaller rooms, but I don't know how I make it work, but I think it's just the furniture that you choose to pick, uh, put in there. It might just be one end table instead of two end tables. Right. It might be a small round coffee table instead of a rectangular large or square table yep. just to make the, the room look a little bit bigger to where people are like, oh, I could actually fit my large couch that I already have. I don't have to buy a new one yep. to fit into the space. It is a good point because vacant homes definitely look small. Mm -hmm. like people will say to me a lot like, Jenny, this room's really small. I'm like, no, no, no. This bedroom's 12 by 12. That's a good size yeah. bedroom. But it's hard to picture if there's no bed, if there's no scale, if there's exactly. nothing like put there. So that is a good, a good point. Yes. It's kind of like you're a magician a little bit where you can see a room and be like, oh, that doesn't work. And then you end up putting a whole bedroom set in there and they're like, oh my gosh. It does, so, it actually fits, yeah. right? <laughs> How long does it take you generally to stage like a normal like three bedroom, two bath, you know, 2,000 square foot house? Um, I would like to say probably range between, I don't know, maybe two to four hours. Okay. I am very particular in how I do things. Um, and honestly, I do everything by myself. Okay, um, I, was I have two movers okay. um, that help me, but. Um, but you're the one like figuring out the that's one. where the plant goes, that's yes. where this goes. Yeah, I, I haven't included anybody into my company yet. Um, but it, it takes me about two to four hours, depending. Um, but just in case, I mean, I always say, hey, can we just wait for the photographer the next day so we can, Absolutely. just in case you miss something, a light bulb goes out, you got to run to Fred Meyers or something yeah. happens. Well, so. and I would imagine sometimes like you in your mind have it all pictured mm -hmm. and then you get there and you're like, that doesn't actually work there. Yeah. Like, so sometimes it might be run to Home Goods or run somewhere and buy something or run back to your warehouse, exactly. right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's the balance. Yeah. Um, I know when we said it, I always try hard to have photography the next day. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes, especially since we do photography in-house, mm -hmm. I can fudge that a little bit. I'm like, yeah. hey, Christian, she's done. Go over there. <laughs> yeah. Hop over there. But it's nice to have that option, right? And a little Definitely. bit of flexibility that way. Yeah. One of the things that I was looking at as I was doing some research online is it was mm -hmm. saying that houses will sell for 6 to 10% times more money mm -hmm. when it's staged. Mm -hmm. Also, buyers are 40% more likely to walk through a house when they've seen those online pictures being staged. And, you know, I don't know if you know, but there was a little bit of time where we do some virtual staging mm -hmm. where we'd like Photoshop in some pictures. Yeah. And the feedback I would get from people afterwards was like, oh, it's the house didn't look as good as I thought. Because mm. online they could see all the furniture yeah. and then they got there and it would look tired and it would look exhausted. Mm -hmm. You know, the one you just did one for us out in Cornelius. Mm -hmm. And when Katie and I got to that house, the, one of the seller's questions was, should we stage it? And mm. I told Katie, let's just wait. I need to see the house. I need to see the price yeah. point. I need to look at it. And when I got there, it was tired. Yeah. It really needed to be painted inside. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about, okay, John, you can either 
paint it, replace the carpet, replace this, do these things, or we can stage it. Mm -hmm. And that's going to like, it doesn't hide it physically. It just makes you look yeah. at the pretty furniture, right? Yeah. So that can be a good reason that we stage it also, mm -hmm. just because it will make people when they walk in, like look at how pretty everything is. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because I don't get the furniture, right? But it still gives them an idea of what it's Definitely. going to feel like. Yeah. I think that um, a lot of people don't really understand the, the value of staging just quite yet. Um, but I do think that it, it, it kind of, I don't know, starts a begin, it shows them a story of how it could be like when you move into this house, yeah. you know? Well, and nobody's story is ever going to look that good because most of us don't actually <laughs> live like that, right? Yeah. But, but it's that buyers are making such emotional decisions right now. Yeah. I mean, in 2022, we are not making decisions based on data and comparables and appraisals and all True. these things, right? So buyers are having to make that emotional decision. Mm -hmm. And I'm staging more right now than I ever have before. And I was telling a seller recently that like, I'm like, it's not that I like staging. Yeah. It's that I like the math. Mm -hmm. I like that the staged houses make my clients more money. Yes. And that's important. And as we're seeing more and more houses being staged, it makes it more important because if I'm showing a buyer five or six houses mm -hmm. and five of them are staged and beautiful and we walk in and it's warm and the lights are on and it looks great. And then I walk into one that's like tired. It looks like the renters just moved out. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have any furniture in it. Wasn't cleaned really well when the person moved out. Yeah. They automatically discount that. Mm -hmm. And they discount it way more than the cost of some paint, some light fixtures and some for pretty sure. furniture, right? Yeah. How much, is there a rule of thumb for how much staging costs? Like if it's a 2,000 square foot, three bedroom, two bath house, and we're gonna mm -hmm. stage the main areas, about what should a seller budget for that? Ooh, goodness. Um, honestly, it kind of, it ranges because it depends on if you're coming, if I'm coming in and just rearranging their furniture. How about vacant? If it was vacant and you're if bringing everything vacant. in. Because um, that's what we tend to see more of. True. A little, I mean, at least yeah. in my world. Yeah. If it was vacant for 2,000 square foot home, I mean, I would guess between maybe 1,400 to... 2,400? 20, yeah, 2,400, I mean, depending on the range, right? Mm -hmm. Like the one we did in Tualatin was 2,200 square feet, mm -hmm. and that was a three bedroom, two bath. Yes. And that was, but it was, but we had a lot of rooms there, and I wanted mm -hmm. every room, because I had like, a, you remember, a entry and a living room and yes. a kitchen and a family room, and I wanted all that stuff staged, and I wanted that office staged. Yes. So that was $3,800. Mm -hmm. So it does, I mean, it does kind of depend on what spaces. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, it depends on the space and um, how much, you know, yeah, pretty much how, how many rooms you're going to use, right. the price of sale, stuff like that, so... That makes sense. You always ask me how much the house is going to sell for. Mm -hmm. And is that just because you're thinking about that like clientele in mind as you're picking furniture and you're going through and doing it? Yeah, I do. I think about that. And then also it just, it kind of just ranges on how many rooms I'm going to do for that house. Um, I mean, I asked the price for sale um, just to kind of get in my mind of how much I'm going to, uh, what types of furniture I'm going to put in there, uh -huh. the range, like the scale of who's going to be, you know, looking at the properties, right. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it honestly, there could be a million dollar home and you only need a couple of rooms done, but it's me coming in and doing, you know, fixing up, judging up their stuff. Yep. It could be totally different. It's yep. not going to be, you know, when it's empty, it's, there's going to be a different I'm gonna, I think range. I'm going to have to start using you more for stuff when people already live there. Because that'd be a, that's good, and <laughs> yeah. we haven't really been doing that, right? Yeah, yeah. But that is a nice way of kind of layering that in. Mm -hmm. um, because often, like, and I do, 
Like, I do that. I'm like, oh, no, you need a new bedspread and you need a new towel. Like, yeah. I do a little bit of that, but I'm not very good at it, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm not very good at being like, well, their coffee table is too big or if you mm-hmm. moved your sofa this way. So something like that might be a yeah. good extra layer of service on that. Definitely. I, I, would, I would come in and just, even if they needed me to come right before photos and touch up things or whatever. A little bit of the yeah. extra stuff. Okay. I don't mind doing that. Why do you think not everyone stages their home? Do you think it's just like that perceived expense up front? Or do you mm-hmm. think they just aren't knowledgeable that that's even an option? I think it's, uh, I, honestly, I think it might be both, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think people are, obviously, you have perceptions of your own home, and you're like, well, my furniture is good enough. Like, yep. what is wrong with my furniture? So they might take a, you know, a little offense to that, maybe. Um, but what I don't think they understand is that you, you kind of have to take, when you're selling your home, you kind of have to take yourself out of it, because it's no longer going to be your home and you right. don't want it to be your home anymore because you yep. want to sell it. Yep. Um, so you kind of have to take yourself out of it. But I also think that it's the misconception of them not quite understanding maybe what we do as stagers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see a price, say it's 3000 or something and you get that, that bid. It feels and like a like, lot. What? Yeah. It, what are you going to be doing that's going to yep. make my house is fine? So yep. I think it's just a misconception of that. And that's why when I do meet, if I do get a chance to meet some of the, the um, actual clients, um, I like to just say, hey, take a look at my website, take a look at my Instagram. You could see my before and afters. Yep. Just to give them a little bit of sense of like, okay, you know, she does know what she's doing. That's beautiful. It did kind of, to- it totally re- changed, yeah. you know, the look of the house. And yeah. just to give them a little sense of comfortability with me. Um, and I, I probably should share that feedback more, right? Because I get that mm-hmm. feedback after the fact of like, oh my God, Jenny, I can't believe how good my house looks. I can't mm-hmm. believe, I believe how good the photography is. I can't believe how it, like how, you know, what people are offering for it. Yeah. But I probably don't pass that through enough to you, right? Like it's oh, like, no, it's okay. goes through. <laughs> um, you know, we're talking about staging today. What other services do you provide? Like, will you come in if I just like my house, but I don't feel like I'm good at decorating and I'm not good mm-hmm. at like putting together accents? Do you do anything where you'll come in and like recommend things and buy things and place things? For sure. Um, my, my first and main focus is staging. Um, but yes, I mean, I've done a couple of jobs where I've come in and done a consultation for somebody and they wanted to change the outside color of their home. Um, I could do mood boards for that. I could yep. do, you know, uh, one of my friends had their daughter's room wanted me to, you know, do a mood board for that and purchase, you know, the items. Yep. Um, sometimes I, if they're out of state, I, you know, I don't fly right. out there, but right. I sometimes there's more the ideas about do, it. Yeah. Than, yep. but I think there's a lot of um, now for, I, I don't I could be talking out of turn, but I do think a lot of the stagers or decorators, designers, they're doing online consultations. And mm. um, so, yeah, I, mean, that's something I was talking I to a friend about that and she had and the person was in Eugene, so not very mm-hmm. far, but yeah. they were doing everything over like FaceTime and video and stuff. And she's like, yeah. Jenny, this isn't working for me. Yeah. Like it's hard sometimes it to hard. really get an idea of it if it's not in person. Yeah, definitely is hard. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind coming in and you know, that's definitely, I mean, this is something I love to do. I love right. to decorate. I love, you know, furniture. And you know, of course my husband's just like, yes, I'm so excited. You get to buy stuff for other people. <laughs> and I'm like, I know it's not for not us, just right? for you, yeah, right? Exactly. So somebody asked me to make sure I asked you, mm-hmm. do you ever sell your stuff? Like, do you ever have like warehouse sales? How does that work? You know what? I actually, um, one of my friends told me I should start doing that. Um, so I am going to get into that. I think, you know, on a time that I'm 
hopefully free and not as busy, um, I could take pictures and sell. But yeah, there are things that I do need to sell. Um, Well, I imagine like just freshening it up and having different things. If nothing else, just because you probably get bored. Yeah. With the same stuff, right? Like it's nice to have some fresh things in there. Yes. And that's actually one of the things that I do in most of the homes, pretty much all the homes that I stage. I like to go buy something new. So So that's how you add your inventory mm -hmm. kind of one house at a time. Yeah. And maybe that's just... I don't know. Because you like to shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it might be the shopper in me. is like, I just need to get something new for this home. But mm-hmm. I do like to add at least one piece. It could be, you know, a coffee table book. It could be a whole coffee table. You know, um, the house in Tualatin, I bought multiple things. Um, but, you know, it's just definitely, I, I like to zhuzh it up a little bit, have yeah. new things. And so it doesn't, I don't ever want the same staging job to look similar to the last, if I can. Yep. You know? I mean, I will definitely tell you with the stuff that you've done for us, everyone's been very, very different, right? Yeah. And maybe if I look at the picture, I'd be like, oh, that's a similar thing. But yeah. but overall, the feeling, the vibe mm-hmm. always feels super different. Oh, good. That's so. what I'm hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> so you said that right now you're the company. Mm-hmm. You have some movers. What... How does that feel being like a business owner, a woman owned business owner, mm-hmm. running your own? Like, is this something you've done before? Is this your first foray into that? This is my first time. So I am a newbie at owning businesses. Um, like I said, I've always been behind the camera. My husband um, was a professional athlete, so I was a mom. I, we have five children. Um, so I've always kind of been in the background of things and I still am in the background. I'm not usually in front of the camera when I stage, but, um, just being able to start my own business and have my four daughters, you know, looking up to me and being like, mom, are you going to work today? Are you, you know, are you going to be able to do this? And, you know, it kind of, it feels good just to be like, you know, Hey, you guys can do this too. You know? Um, but it's very empowering, especially now, like, I see a lot of women-owned businesses, and it's it's pretty dope to be to you be know, a woman-owned business. It's right interesting, now. right? Because like we like technically Lovejoy is a real woman-owned business as well. Uh-huh. Now Charles and I own it together, yeah. but I'm like the 51% share because <laughs> yeah. because it is it is a nice thing about it. And I'm more front-facing. I'm out in front of the clients. He's a lot more back-end operations, mm-hmm. those parts of things. But it is kind of scary going in a business on your own, right? Yeah. And I grew up. My parents were self-employed. And my parents had no money. Like, I had no money growing up. Looking mm-hmm. back, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, we really did not have any money. And so for me, in my mind, it was like being self-employed meant you had no money. Yeah. And it took me a while. And, of course, you know, now my mom just laughs at me because she's like, yeah, um, you're self-employed. And you said you would never, ever do that. Yeah. But I like the fact that I have some freedom. And I like the fact mm-hmm. that I can pick my kid up from school. And I like the fact that, like, I can say, no, sorry, I'm not doing this on Friday. Yeah. I already have, I usually just say I already have appointments. They don't mm-hmm. have to know that the appointments might be picking up my kid and taking him somewhere exactly. or doing something with him. Mm-hmm. I'm already booked. I already have appointments that day. Yeah. And so it is nice to give a little bit of flexibility with the kids of, like, I can do this, I can do that. Exactly. We were doing something, and you're like, oh, I have to come back after my kid's in bed. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because you can go home, mm-hmm. put him to bed, do what you need to do. Yeah. And then run that last little bit of thing over there. Yeah. And I, and I told myself when I started this business, I said, you know, I will never let that come in before my family. My family is always going to come first. So, you know, there's been times where I've had to cancel a staging job because, you know, something happened with my kids or whatever, you know. um, I mean, we have to do that sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as you grow, that gets easier, I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. Because as you grow and you don't have to be the person 
always being there. Yeah. Right? Like sometimes I can be like, hey, you know what? I'd love to show you the house today, but I just can't. Mm -hmm. But Ray on my team can. Yes. Right? And I'm still involved and I'm still part of it, but I might not be the person now because I've been in business a lot longer than you have. Yeah. Where maybe somebody else can go be that point person, I right? I love that. Yeah. That's and, and that's and that's a nice place. It gets the growing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's hard to know sometimes of like, okay, when do I hire that person? And yeah. what does that look like? And, <laughs> it's a little nerve wracking. Like, totally. <laughs> am I going to have enough to like make them money and make them do things? And, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm lucky in my industry because most of my agents are 1099. Mm. So it's less risky. I mean, risky in different ways yeah. to bring them on. Right. But it's not like I have to hire them W2 full time, 40 hours a week. Exactly. Yeah. But it might be a good opportunity for somebody looking to get into decorating, into design, mm. into staging to kind of mentor them yeah. and bring them up and also give you a second body, right? Yeah. And I think I need to just step out of like my little cocoon and be like, okay, you know what? You can let somebody take on, you know, a bedroom. You can take on, have somebody help you well, with the living room, whatever. And you whatever. can look at it and fix it if you don't like it. Exactly. Right? Like, you can <laughs> exactly. still have that. Like, I mean, and sometimes, like, even with my marketing department, sometimes I'm like, eh, I don't like that. Yeah. And they're like, but you hired me, Jenny. I'm like, I know, but I'm just, like, <laughs> I just don't like it. And so, but it is part of that, right? It's like letting mm -hmm. go a little bit. Yeah. And the reward there is you're helping them grow. Yeah, exactly. And so that does have a lot of benefit to it. Yeah, I do have, um, I would say one of my daughters is definitely into rearranging, decorating, stuff like that. So, you know, every now and then you will see on my video, I brought my son a couple of times to staging yep. and he'll be running around. Or um, I brought two of my daughters to my staging before and they've helped me kind of put pillows and stuff uh. like that, little accessories, accessories around. But um, yeah, I'm family comes first. So I am definitely, you know, I would love to have my kids be involved with my staging, but yep. if not, that's okay. But mine wants to be a YouTuber. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping maybe we'll grow out of that. I don't yeah. know. He keeps telling me YouTubers make a lot of money, so they do. They they, they do. They do. can. Yeah. I just I don't know the like. We'll see. I mean, he's 15. I feel like we have some room to like the growth of to it. grow yeah. through it. But but I will certainly like when he turns 18, mm -hmm. like him getting his real estate license and he yeah. can just help me on the side home from college, things like that. That would be great. Right. Yeah. So it's hard, though, as we push like, OK, these are our passions. Mm -hmm. And what's our kids going to grow into and what are they going to like and how are they yeah. going to play through it? Right. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, as long as they have they have a backup, if they want to do something and yep. in that aspect, then you have a whole company that you can, exactly. you know, take on. When I was young, my parents owned a print shop that was they were self-employed, mm -hmm. and I could go to work for them anytime I wanted to. Yeah, and I, they would pay me, and like it was boring, boring work. And I remember one summer I went to my mom and I'm like, okay, I don't want to work for you this summer. I'm gonna pick strawberries. All my friends pick strawberries. That's what they do. I'm gonna pick strawberries. <laughs> I made it one day, like legit one day. It was the hardest freaking thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I came home, I'm like, I don't ever want to pick strawberries again. Can I please work for you? Can I please come back, please. And they're like, yeah, 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 you can come collate the stuff. But, but like, it is nice to have those options, right? And like mm -hmm. I tell Ryan, if you want to make some money, yeah. awesome, help me with those Popeyes or help me do this or help me stuff envelopes. Like there's always something he can do to step up. Yeah. And that's starting to teach some of those work ethic. Mm -hmm. If you want money, you work hard. It yep. doesn't just come to you. It doesn't just magically happen. Oh yeah. That's like a constant reminder yeah. in our family. It's like, you know, you eating all the cereal. Where, where does the cereal come from? Where do your clothes <laughs> the magical come from? Money like, tree. Yeah. Don't you know the magical <laughs> know. money tree? I did back when I was younger <laughs> at their age. I didn't know the magical money tree, but now I realize so. it's. And it's something when you like, when they see you go to work mm -hmm. and when they see you do things, yeah. that's different than you telling them. Yeah, right. Definitely. Like watching them do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my kiddo's in private school and we talk a lot about like, that's a luxury. Yeah. That's not required. He, and he loves it. He really is happy. He thinks it's the best match for him ever. 
But I'm like, part of the reason I have to go work on Saturday mm-hmm. is I gotta pay for your private school. Yeah. So like, roll with me a little bit and be a little flexible and be a little understanding. Mm-hmm. And mine's old. I think. How old are your kids? 19, 13, 10, 7, and almost two years old. So upper end can understand that. Yes. Lower end probably can't quite Not understand so that, right? Yeah. yeah. But like Ryan's old at 15, he's old enough to like. Not completely understand everything, but he gets he it. He gets a gist, yeah. Totally, and he understands that, like, you, like if he wants to stay there, he has to work hard. If he mm-hmm. wants to stay there, I have to work hard. Yeah. Like, it's everybody accomplishing those goals down the same path, so. It was, I, I do have to say, one good, um, a really exciting moment was um, I had a, it was a 2,100-square-foot warehouse over in Hillsboro, and it was very dark, and, you know, it was very warehouse-ish. And when I first moved in, it was super exciting just because I had my own space. Yep. Um, and then as I kept growing with my business, I'm just like, whoa, I got to get out of here. Like, it's too much. I couldn't have my kids come. Like, it was... There were know, rules was, around it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and just recently, I moved into a 6,400-square-foot warehouse that is beautiful and is wide open. My kids could be running around. Yep. And... To see the look on their face, to know that how hard I worked to get to be able to purchase this yep. was really, I, I don't know, it was one of those moments where you're just like, you know, maybe they get it. Maybe they understand, right. and, you know, because there are times, like, I'm used to picking them up. I'm used to, like, you know, doing things with them, and now I've kind of, like, cut back a little bit. I still pick them up from school, but... You know, the dropping off dad does today, yep. you know, this time because I have to leave in the morning. So. And even if we're putting family first, putting mm-hmm. family first doesn't mean we always do the things. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes putting family first is going out and making some money, yeah, paying the bills, definitely. being a professional. Mm-hmm. And so it's that, like, we all walk that balance, right? Of yeah. like, what does that look like? And how are we together as a partnership mm-hmm. getting them where they need to go? Yeah. Yeah. No, my husband and I are a great team. I mean, it's been great to where, you know, I can leave early in the morning and he takes kids and yep. it's just, it's a ebb and flow and we, we got it. We're on the same path and it's, it's, it works. It's great. Yeah. So. Nope. That's, we're lucky that way. Cause Charles and I do very yeah. similar things and it's like, who's picking them up? Who's doing this? Where are you going? How are you doing exactly. that? Exactly. Most of the time we share our calendars really well. Not today so much, obviously as an <laughs> earlier conversation, but most of the time we're good about that. Right. Yeah. And it, because you have to, because how do you run a business and how do you move the needle? And then how do you accomplish everything else you have yeah. to do in life? Right. Exactly. Courtney, thank you so much for coming today. Jenny Turner with Lovejoy Real Estate. If you have questions about buying or selling a home, please reach out. Jenny at lovejoyrealestate.com, 503-312-4642. Thank you again for having me. Um, If you guys have any other questions about staging, home decorating, um, you can always reach me at uh, 503-953-4868 and cwdecorating.com. And my Instagram is CW Decorating. Awesome. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you.